Hey yo, hi I'm 1MC, known as TJ to my loved ones, and right now you are listening to One More Christian Podcast. Here I am building a platform for the Holy Spirit to minister to myself and others through scripture, prayer, music, and fellowship. How can I pray for you today? On this show, I will be praying, reading, talking, and maybe even commenting on Christian literature and ministry. Please feel free to comment and uh, give me some suggestions. But right now, grab yourself a relaxing drink, a snack, and a Bible as you listen to One More Christian Podcast. Good day, friends. I am One More Christian, and I am here today with you to read some scripture and reflect on what it means to me. Now... If you are joining me for the first time, this is my YouTube channel for One More Christian. And also, I will be releasing this as a podcast um, called One More Christian Podcast. And the reason that I use that name is because I'm just One More Christian. I'm nobody special. I don't have an extensive education in um, theology, but I have studied the Bible since uh, since I came to Christ about three years ago, um, have been studying fervently, and um, I think it's the right time for me to, uh, I just want to, I want to read it, and I want to reflect on it, and I want to be able to share that with other people so that they can give me feedback, and um, and it also helps for me to talk out loud, so even if I'm talking to myself, this is helpful. Um, I appreciate all of you for being here. Uh, <clears throat> When I started all this, I started using a different Bible each day. I did that for a couple of weeks, and now I'm kind of down to, I don't know, I could probably find another Bible, but right now I just want to read. Uh, I read out of this one yesterday. It is a New International Version, Holy Bible. It looks ancient. It's uh, It came out of the pew of some church. I think it was Cal- a Calvary church. Uh, I wrote on it when I was a kid. I think my mom gave this to me. And I wrote a bunch of stuff in it. Um, I mean, I I wrote some stuff in it. And it's funny. I don't know where this comes from, but I'm pretty sure it's Tupac. It says, uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to say it. Oh, and the Lord stated, oh, and thy Lord stated he should send his one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. Of man. Wait, lead the wild into the ways of man so i don't even know if that's uh a scripture but i know tupac said it at one point so it's but anyway yesterday i did philippians 121 because i wrote that in here for some reason which is uh for me to live as christ and to die as gain but i don't know i don't know what that meant to me 30 years you know 25 years ago but uh, anyway i'm i'm you're joining me here from little sanctuary studios in northern california Um, it's the studio that I put together, uh, post baptism. I used to have a studio and I, uh, technically I worked for the adversary, but I now walk with Christ and, um, pretty soon here I'd like to do, I'd like to sit down and and do a testimony video, but, uh, that's not what I'm doing today. Today I want to read scripture with you. I want to pray with you. That's very important. That's another aspect of what I'm trying to do here with, and, you know, my One More Christian platform is to pray for people, with people, ask people to pray for me, and uh, read the scriptures, uh, you know, 
vocalize what it means to me. I want to hear what it means to you. Um, I'm open to theological discussion. I'm open to correction. I'm not, I'm not here to teach you anything. I just want to read with you. I'm actually here to learn something. So, you know, I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but I would like to reach people. Um, so, here we go. Today I've chosen Ephesians because it was... <clears throat> today I chose this just because it was recommended to me recently that this might help me in some of the things I've been struggling with. So I've been studying it, uh, I mean, I've read it several times over since that suggestion was made to me, but I'm still looking for specifically what it means to me now. So the reason I chose, I chose Ephesians 2, because the subheading here is Made Alive in Christ, and it talks about um, no longer following the uh, spirit, of, <laughs> excuse me, the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Because not only did I do that by default, I think I intentionally did it. I was angry with God. I thought I wanted to battle with God, but that's ridiculous. So, and, and I lost. If that's what I was doing, I, I, I guess I won. I, you know, God won me. And I won because I was doomed for destruction. The only reason I'm not dead, literally, from... Alcoholism, car crashes, nobody shot me, uh, drugs, all kinds of things. The only reason I'm not dead is because God had a plan to, for my salvation. And that's why I'm here with you, reading this scripture, because I love you. I genuinely love you, because God gives me that ability. Um, and I pray for that every day. I pray that I would love people. Um, so here we go. Ephesians 2. The heading is Made Alive in Christ. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this, not from yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Heading, one in Christ. Therefore remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth, and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of his promise, of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. 
But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace. And in this one body, to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. <laughs> Selah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Oh, it's so good, man. This is, uh, this gave me goosebumps. It made me smile. Uh made me want to cry almost like this is this is so awesome man uh, so let's just start from the beginning you know with so I'm just one more Christian and I'm gonna give you uh, I'm just going to express myself about how I feel about this how it made me feel what it made me think if you think I've got something off that's important theologically please do comment or message me or whatever just <laughs> Here we go. So as for you, me, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. My life, I was dead spiritually, I was dead emotionally, and I was doomed for death physically. My transgressions and my sins, guilt ate away at me every day. I felt uh, like a pariah, I felt alienated from all humanity which really does not it does doesn't breed a helpful empathy when you think that you are the victim of the entire world um that's 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 not a mind state that's going to get you anywhere so <clears throat> in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the ruler of the kingdom of the air wow um, my behavior was anti-Christ. My convictions and my loyalties were anti-Christ. Uh, I wasn't a Satanist or anything. I'm just saying that everything I did and believed in was about me. Um, I had exalted myself at the, as, at the same time as hating myself. But, uh, following a spiritual power that's pretty intense um, spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient so <laughs> his spirit is working inside those who will not come back to God all of us who lived among them at one time so gratifying all of our sinful nature drinking violence fighting drugs uh, immoral behavior in the bedroom uh or 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 out of it what you know you get what i'm saying 
just very poor decisions, inappropriate behavior, things that are not pleasing to God, and things that aren't good for us. Mainly, I'd like to uh, really <clears throat> bring that out because I think we've all heard many, many times that God does not approve of your behavior, but let's just talk about the fact that the reason God doesn't approve of certain behaviors is because it's not good for you. Okay, it's not uh, all willy-nilly. He's not just trying to stifle your good time. He's trying to... It's, it's supposed to be better for everybody. Um, if you go and murder somebody, that may be good for you, but it's not good for everybody. And that's... Uh, and God is a God of... Yahweh is a God of justice. Um, so, with that said... Following its desires and thoughts, like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Because a just God can't just ignore in, injustice, and he doesn't. He's got it all counted. There is no injustice done that won't be made right either by just either those that were acting in, unjustly will pay a, a consequence. Or if Christ has reconciled those people to themselves, the fact still remains that the victims, even if, if they are reconciled to Christ, that their tears will be wiped away. None of, none of what you can go through, none of what anybody can do to you can compare to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Um, because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. I love this, Ephesians 2, 4, because this is like what I... I love love. I love mercy. I love the fact that God's merciful. I love the fact that God can, can allow me to love. I love the fact that God loves. God is love. It's a big deal. But I think it's been neglected historically. Uh, because it's so much easier to follow rules than to be selfless and help people. Um, although there there is a balance between, you know, knowledge, works, uh, <clears throat> and um, what's the other one I'm missing? Head, hand, and heart. Um, there has to be a balance, of course. But, uh, and, and, you know, often <laughs> I think most of us are in some sort of imbalance in that regard not all of us get it 100 percent right and that's why you know this denomination over here is going that denomination doesn't know what they're doing and this denomination's over here going those de that denomination's going to hell and and i don't think that i mean i'm not a judge i'm not the judge of anything but i just i think that god that we are uh, that the church is the body christ is the head so if we are all a part of Christ's ministry and plan of salvation, then all of us are going to do different things. So if you are the hand, it, it makes no sense to say that the foot's going to hell because they're not being a hand. It's just there's so much to be done and people are unique because that's the way God made you. You're not going to be like those other, you know what I mean? You're going to be different. You're special. You are. Um, 
I mean, you're not special above everybody else, but you are unique. Um, so, he goes on to say, God, who is rich in mercy, praise God that I'm not dead, that he hasn't burned me alive, you know, made us alive with Christ even when we're dead in transgressions. When somebody loves you like that, so it is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus? That's crazy. We're gonna we're seated, raised us up. We are seated with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. That's awesome. So God gives us, he glorifies us in Christ Jesus. But that's an incredible privilege. I mean, that's 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 intense, man. And it, it just makes me happy. Makes my heart sing. Uh, wow, thing. Sorry. Uh, and God raised us up with Christ. Okay, that in the coming ages He might show the incomparable riches of His grace. The incomparable riches, expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Praise God. It brings a tear to my eye because. Every time, just, Jesus is so awesome. He's just so good to us. And, and, and everything he's done for us and what he does in my life every day. If I ask Jesus to sit with me, he will. You know, through his spirit. I can commune with him. We're doing that right now. I forgot to pray when I started. I am such a fool. Let's do that. I, I'm going to ask Jesus right now to sit with us. Heavenly Father. I come to you with praise and thanks today. Thanks. I thank you that I woke up with a heartbeat. I thank you that I have a, a home. I thank you for my dogs. I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my children. God, I love you. I pray for those hearing your word today that you would open their hearts and minds, that you would give us wisdom. Holy Spirit, give us wisdom and understanding. That we would understand what we're reading. Because the natural man cannot. And, I, and Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would sit with those hearing your word today. That you would sit next to them. With your hand on their shoulder. And teach them. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Uh, incomparable riches. For it is by grace you have been saved. Through faith, and not, and this, not of yourselves. You didn't do it. I mean, okay. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Let us not boast. Uh, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Okay, so we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. However, that's not what saved you. Following the rules doesn't save you. And I'm not saying you shouldn't follow the rules, but that is, should be a natural byproduct of the love that you have for God, the, the love that God has shown you, and the faithfulness that you choose to have for God. If, if Jesus came and saved me and died for me, and what am I going to do? Just go back to what I was doing? No. I'm going to, if somebody dies for you, you want to ask that person, okay, what now? What do you want me to do for you? I'll do anything. 
I'll do anything, and especially if it's somebody you can trust, and you're not going to find a lot of that in man, but I know that I can trust God, that I can trust Jesus. So I'll follow him, and whatever he tells me to do, I'll do it. Um, not by works, so no one can boast. God prepared in advance for us to do. He's got a plan for you. That's crazy. The God of the universe. One in Christ, so therefore remember, formerly you were Gentiles, that's many of us, uh, you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship, without hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, <laughs> I was once far away. I was once far away, and now I've been brought near to the throne of God, of the invisible God, the most high God of the universe. Brought near to him? Oh, it's, it's, it's beyond words. For he himself is our peace. For he himself is our peace. I try to remember that. Constantly. Nothing else matters. He, he will give you what you need. But he himself is our peace. And I would encourage you to meditate on that and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what it means. Because... It's not, it's not as simple as it sounds, but it, but, it, but it is. It's really simple, but it's like, it's deep. Uh, it's simple, like a molecule of water, <laughs> I guess. But it's deep, man. Uh, who has made the 2-1. Destroyed the barrier. The dividing wall of hostility. Of a just God who's angry because you have been selfish. You've stolen and you've lied. And whatever else. But... God has not done any of those things. And he is the one that gets to set the bar. Uh, by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. So, abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. We are now under a covenant of grace. And, um, however, so we still have to remember, okay, I'm not under the law. I don't have to follow the whole law to be saved. However, if I am in a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ, when Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, that doesn't mean when you sin that you just don't love God, but you're not loving God at that time. Um, so it wasn't a condemnation from Jesus. He was just saying that if you love me, you'll end up doing my commandments. You, you will. I mean, it's just out of love. I mean, when you love your children, don't you do things for them? When you love your wife, don't you do things for her? When you love your husband, don't you do things for him? Because you love them. Well, what Jesus wants us to do is to keep his commandments. And there are two commandments that are uh, above all. To love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind. And to love others as you love yourself. And if you do those things... All of the commandments and regulations will be fulfilled. So we don't have to be in this constant battle about what rules people are following and what they're not and what they need to do. Okay, let the Spirit work those things out. Encourage people. Correct. You know, it's nothing wrong with correction, but let the Holy Spirit do His work. Just love people. I mean, 
and whatever comes with that. Sometimes it comes with a re with reproach or uh, with correction, because God the Father, if you love your child, you'll correct him, and, and Yahweh is no different. Um, by abolishing the flesh, reconcile them to God through the cross. His purpose was to create in himself one new man. So he came and preached peace to you who are far away and to those who are near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. So when Jesus was on earth and he would pray to his Father, I mean, he could come straight to the throne with his prayers without worrying about being cast down uh, in a fiery ball of light. And, and, and we can too, through Christ Jesus. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that's like you're meeting the most famous person in all of eternity, and he wants to be your best friend. It's awesome. Man, I have allergies today. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household members of God's household built on the foundation of the built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord and in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Sanctification. Because God's Spirit will live in you when you accept Christ Jesus. And, and uh, the Spirit of the Eternal and Most High God will come and live within you. Will come and live within me. Oh... It's a load off of my chest, and, and it's, a, it's a privilege, and it's awesome. And I just love you guys. So now, uh, I probably made, took a long time. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray for us. And I'm going to have, uh, this, the scripture that I just read will be below in the description. should have said that at the beginning, but hopefully you've either got your Bible out or you found that to study with me and, and perhaps reflect on it. Reflect on it yourself if you would like. But right now I'm going to pray for all of us. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name to say thank you and give you praise. To worship you because you're worthy of worship, because you're awesome, because you're rich in mercy. That you would give us your spirit and live within us. Thank you. Lord, I pray blessings on those hearing your word today, that you would bless them with yourself, because you yourself are our peace. You know what they need. They are valuable to you. You know what they need, Lord. And, and if it's just understanding, give them that. And today, if they have hurts, and hang-ups in their heart, I pray you would free, from, free them from that bondage and fill that space with your love that you would guide them. I, I pray that you would protect their families, their children, strengthen their marriages, 
and give them strength for their jobs and give them the ability give us all the ability to walk upright father please that we might not slander you with our behavior I pray all of these things in Jesus name and I love you guys so much I'm so glad if you're still here for this closing prayer um, I'm going to keep doing this uh, I've no longer decided to call this daily scripture reading although I will be reading daily if I don't get uh, you know a video or a podcast out it's because I'm working on technical issues or maybe I found a scripture that I really just need to study before I read it to you and say anything about it because I'm not here to deceive you I'm not here to mislead you I'm just here to read God's word tell you what I think about it but I don't want my what comes out of my mouth to be a lie I want it to be the truth so with that I say peace to you in our Lord Christ Jesus and I will speak with you soon